This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. The Slim Fast 14-Day Effect on your New Year's resolution. Day one, the new year. You want to kick it off with a bang, and you're not just talking about fireworks. Day 14, you're ready to start this year right, looking great and preferably on top. Two weeks is all it takes to get what you really want. Swap two meals a day for Slim Fast protein shakes or bars, get in a 30-minute workout, and stick to a 1,200-calorie diet to lose up to six pounds in your first 14 days. Find SlimFast in the store near you. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show. Happy, Happy New, New Year! Year. <laughs> we need like sparkling and yeah. stuff. <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. 2014, we're in studio for The Real Housewives of Atlanta, Season 6, Episode 10, A Trip Down Memory Lane. Yes. At the DQ. At the DQ. <laughs> I love that, that part of the episode. But let's get started. Last week, um, I wasn't here with you guys, but it was, you know, they were in Savannah, kind of yes. all getting along. And then we get the Chuck thing. Yes. A like mess. <laughs> Chuck and Monica. I feel like they like, obviously they're friends, but it seems like almost they cast them off like LA casting or Craigslist to and come in and stir up some and drama. And stir up stupid stuff and talk about your own husband's sex life with women that he might have slept with. Monique, you're an idiot. 
but we I already know. talked about that last week, so I get it. I mean, if they were, we initially thought that maybe they would make her another mm-hmm. cast member. Not anymore. You don't she think is so? so? Lame. No, I totally think that's why they would make her a cast member. First of all, it's a mess that she would bring up her own relationship, I know. knowing that, like, I can't. You want to be on TV, real bad girlfriend, because <laughs> that was ridiculous. But I don't think she's lame. I like her because she's a like a joke. Like it's funny. Like they use. She's like their joke now exactly. that they get to mess with and. She has a temper. She does. And the other thing I like about her is she can't hide her emotions on her no. face. So when she's surprised, she's like, or when she. And then hey. she tried to like bring it back. Like, I'm not. No, I know. My husband talks to me about everything. Like, mm, when, Obviously it, not. Yeah, let's get right into that. Uh, at the beginning of this episode, Kenya's at lunch with, is it Lawrence? Miss Lawrence. Miss Lawrence, yes. okay. And she's talking about Chuck. And to me, at the dinner, t- at the lunch table in Savannah, it seemed like Monique is the one that brought it up for mm-hmm. sure. But then when. I felt like when the girls were kind of like, oh, yeah, we kind of dated, and Monique didn't really care, they were like, oh, wait. And they both started, like, kind of competing. Candy's like, well, he bought my mom purses. And Phaedra's like, well, he bought me tickets to the Falcons games. And- well, in her, in their defense, because I do think they were doing a really good job, uh, uh, Candy and Phaedra, of sort of being respectful of the fact that this is this woman's husband. But she tried to play them by being like, oh, you were just, like, nothing really. He yeah. said, you know, you guys went out a couple times. And Candy, you, you know, you came back to him after this. And I think they got offended. Yeah. And that's why they wanted to push the button. That's- but it's just like, come on y'all she married got kids like just leave it alone but then we wouldn't have tv yeah i mean that's a really good point i definitely think that's why they were like well he did this for me and Mm -hmm. he did that for me and he paid my bill candy went in with the credit card bill thing you want to piss a girl (laughs) off say that her man used Mm -hmm. to pay your Your bills when she thought you were just basically the one nightstand chick or the side chick occasionally no he was paying rent paying credit cards and Buying your mom purse. Buying mom's purses. But the thing is, is everybody from that lunch to this episode kept saying, he didn't choose them. He didn't choose them. It's more like, why is nobody saying they didn't choose his sorry ass? Like, seriously, why is it the other way around? Because they're all digging at each other because ladies are so nice to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Phaedra said it a little bit in the car. She's like, uh, you know. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'm somebody now and he's not because he's kind of not, right? But that's debatable. I mean, I don't know what you consider. Like, (laughs) that whole conversation, obviously, I guess we'll get to specifically later. But uh, to say he's nothing now, like, I don't know. I mean, I didn't play football or I don't know about football that well. But he obviously did well in football and is now living a very comfortable, happy, well, happy life. So I, I think that was a little bit much for Miss Phaedra to say with her man and her jailness to talk about a dude yeah. that's not about nothing when he seems very clearly to I mean, take care of his family. Let's get real, she's running like a mortuary. No. Or you know. And she's running it all. Like her husband ain't Yeah, but really I'm just saying she's much. not that much of a big shot. Yeah, she's on a reality show, but these well, days She's one of the top lawyers in the United States. Just like <laughs> just like me the best the actress, actress in, in the, the United world. States. <laughs> All right, we will get to that. Um, So first we see Nini at dinner with Chuck, 
And Phaedra walks in. Yes. She did this little jig that I've never seen she her do before. She did a little dance. Like, hey, guys. It's weird that they're, like, being excited. And I know they commented on it. Nini and Phaedra both said in their little interview sections, like, it's nice that, you know, we haven't really been cool and maybe this will be something we'll be mm. cool with. And then Phaedra kept bringing up the fact that Nini said she didn't know her and it's nice to... But I was kind of like, Phaedra, she didn't really... She said it very much like, I knew of you. I did not know you kind of yeah. thing. And the fact that Phaedra brought that up at least, I think I counted four times in this yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. I was like, girlfriend, why are you so hot on that one point? She is very... Because like... Nini's obviously much older than them. She yeah. was about four to five years older than them, so they never were in school together. So it would make sense that Nini would say, I didn't know you. Like, I heard about you. I knew about you because it's a small town, but I didn't yeah. know you know you. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, Nini Pedro. would kind of let it slide. And finally at Dairy Queen, uh, Phaedra was like, and you were skinny. Yes. You were so skinny. She kept saying that. I was like, Phaedra, shut up. And they picked the best pictures of Nini to show from that time. <laughs> Ooh, no. Uh, Anybody but, hating on her for plastic surgery, don't be mad because she did what she wanted to she do. She did what she needed to probably do. Probably what she needed. Needed yo. to do. Uh, yeah, so Phaedra walks in doing that little jive thing and she's wearing like leather pants, a sequin shirt. I just can't with her. She was like out of the house, like ready yes. to see her ex-man. Yeah. You know? She was very, very festive in her attire. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, in her interview, right as they're having lunch, she's like, obviously, Monica said something to Chuck when she got home or whatever. And I hate when girls say this. Mm-hmm. She goes, that has nothing to do with me. That's between him and his wife. Well, yes, it does have everything to do with you. I hate when girls come in and stir yeah. up something and they're like, has nothing to do with me. These two need to handle yes. it. It's like you stop. You engaged in the conversation. Exactly. If she asked you the question and you didn't want no part of it, you could have just been like, you need to go talk to your husband and but, left it at that. But she didn't say it then. No. She says it now. Exactly. That's between her and her husband. Please. After I, you I hate said, when girls say we that. dated as children, then we came back to each other in college, and then we humped four times after college. Like, you said all of that, and now you're trying to pretend like you don't want to be involved Ugh. in the mix. It's ridiculous. But it's entertaining. Alright, so he, he says basically at this lunch, they thought it was going to be about Monica, yeah. but um, Monique. it's about the boys. Monique. 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 Uh, they, then it's about the Boys and Girls Club. Yes. Um, which I was like, oh. That's a nice Okay, that's thing. a nice twist that Bravo came up with <laughs> exactly. for you, because when you get in the gym in front of all the kids, you had to introduce yourself yeah. like a complete like, stranger. Dude? Yeah. Okay. He's not even playing no more. What? Yeah. Well, like I mean, 45. I thought he mentored these kids, mentored it, yeah, these kids exactly. on like a daily no. basis. He's probably sent money back occasionally. Let me shut up because maybe Chuck is a regular volunteer no. at the Boys and Girls Club in Athens. He's a member. He said mm-hmm. that. He's like, I'm, and, and I'm also a member here. Congratulations. <laughs> All right, switching gears, let's get to Cynthia because Mal is back. And I know that last season yeah. or the season before, now I've lost track. Like, <laughs> they this always was, got problems. <laughs> oh my God. When she walked back in, I was like, it's like ghost of seasons past. Oh, something uh, about just her, she just drains me just when she, watching the her. way she talks and this real slow, like, Cynthia, what's going on? I haven't, like, I feel like she drags me down just watching it so I can imagine like the energy in that house that she decided she could stay in for two months okay do you think I mean does that have anything to do with Bravo her staying there it has to like there no I I cannot believe Cynthia is what 46 years old 47 years old 47-year-old woman with a husband that is obviously a very animated soul when it comes to dealing (laughs) with her family would just be like 
my sister's staying with us for two months and not tell them and just make it okay and she's fine and they're good with that. There's no way. It has to be because of Bravo. And the even more interesting part is that Cynthia didn't know either. either. She said, like, a couple times in front of Peter, she's like, I didn't know she was coming. You know when you're, like, with your boyfriend yeah. and you say something to them hoping they'll get it and you, like, give them a look? Yeah. She's like, I didn't, I didn't know she know was, she was coming. She just, months. like, was saying it so Mal would hear it. Yeah. Like, I really didn't know you were coming. But just right now, they're shopping for the beads mm-hmm. in the necklace store. And Cynthia is saying that, you know, she doesn't think Peter, that Mal doesn't think Peter accepted her apology. And uh, Mal says that Cynthia doesn't act the same. Well, of course she doesn't. Once she you, shouldn't. Once you, you know, act like that. Especially the way at, they acted. At a wedding and express and later dislike. at the anniversary party when she acted a fool and cried and was screaming and left the house. Like... It's just not going to be the same from then, no. ever. But here's where Cynthia really made me mad. I'm mm-hmm. sure she made you mad, too. Why did she start talking to her about it? Because once you, like, tell a family member yeah. something bad about your significant other, they're never really going to forget, forget it. it. Yeah. So you kind of just don't ever want to tell them. Like, yeah. if something bad, just smooth it over and don't tell them because she's yeah. now she brought it all back up again. I think not Cynthia, that she, needed she didn't to, need but. to. Well... I Maybe mean, it wouldn't it have mattered because Mal has the opinion enough, of him anyway. Exactly. But why would she just do it again? I hope it's just for TV purposes because, again, I would like to not believe that she's that <laughs> special. Touch in the head. But, uh, I mean, I guess I would like to think that if, if it were just because it came naturally. Like, she's with her sister. They're in a moment again. And it's one of those things, like, yeah. you just bent. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Shoot. Because now it's going to come back and haunt me. Yeah. But she was just talking about how she... Um, knows that, like, she misses her sister or, like, whatever, and having the right to tell your sister absolutely anything. And I was just like, you really are confused, because if you're in a marriage or a relationship period, like, you can't tell everybody everything just because they're your <laughs> sister. Like, that is not a good plan. I know. Ever, I ever, ever, ever in life. But... I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it was because it was, like, the sex thing, and she didn't want to talk to her friends funny. about it. So she's like, exactly. to talk to sister. But I guess we all, I don't know, you want to... I don't talk to my sisters that much like that, you no, know? And I have either. a twin sister. Yeah, and I know? got two sisters. Two, we, yeah, we talk same. about stuff, but we Never don't said. get that intense. <laughs> but, uh, but it was really funny when they did, because then Mal said that she had I sex. was shocked. That's for TV. I don't are think you they sure? I was like, well, you know there are some people that can pull that off, but three times a day? Little mousy Mal. I don't see her. And she, well, you know she had the guy that looked like super younger than her that they were talking about was dating her daughter, and like that yes. was a scandal. So, I mean, when she said that, when remembering that, I was like, well, maybe she does have to have sex like two or three yeah. times a day because he's all virile and whatnot and like wants to do it and she wants to keep her man. Oh my God, Cynthia's know. face. She was like, who has time for that? Like, how do you time? do that? Like, even if you, okay, all intents and purposes, you do it in the morning before you go to work. Don't you work all day? Like, who, you come home for lunch just to have sex? Like, who? Because literally, like, morning and night, like, how often can the guy, you know, whatever. That's, you get that's, it. That's deep, girl, if it's real. Like, remember on Real Housewives of New Jersey when, uh, Teresa's sister, Melissa, oh, Melissa, Melissa yeah. and Joe, she said they do every single day. Well, I could see it if you're like a, a, a if you're a housewife and maybe your husband's schedule is like not a thing where he's going into an office away somewhere for an extended period of time. Like, if you're both in the house and like maybe that can happen a little bit more easily, but just the average person, that's. Y'all putting in some work. It's not realistic. But in her defense, I think Cynthia is screwing up because she ain't doing it at all. And that's obviously a problem. How long has it been? 
I thought she said they do like once well, a week. Well, no. And well, she said she would be fine with once a Got week. It. But then when they were doing um, her therapy for that's right the the. Um, what do you call the them? Stuff, the fibroids. The fibro, yeah. yeah, she was talking about they. He said it. They, I think she said it had been like six months, months or something. Yeah. It had been months. Peter don't look like the kind that you can leave hanging for months. I'm glad you said it because I don't want to say it, but that's <laughs> just, definitely what I'm thinking. Because I mean, w- me and Jesse have spoken before that we thought that the whole reason that she was able to stay with Peter is because he was just putting it on her like all the time, and <laughs> that's why she could look past all the mess that they were constantly I in. Know. But if they ain't doing it in the last six months, like. I, Girl, and as we hear in the latter part of this episode, right? Girl, yeah, you need to be concerned. Oh, <laughs> Cynthia, I'm liking her so much more lately. I love her; she's beautiful. She is so pretty. Um, she's gorgeous, and she's normal. She's like yes, really the only normal, normal one. She's being. like really normal. Yeah. All right, let's get to Portia. Speaking of oh, not normal, Lord. she drops the bombshell that she's moving out. Yeah. To me, this house seems like a Kenya house, like totally fake house that she came up with because why all of a sudden she's moving out all of a sudden she has tons of money to get an eight thousand square foot six bedroom house like how does that happen seriously and then her brother even asks her and she can't really answer the question and she keeps saying you gotta have faith in me and i'll do it and i'm like girl what are you talking about where do you work because even okay i did my little bit of research because she said she moved in the same neighborhood as nini Nini. and uh, i don't know exactly what neighborhood specifically that is but i believe from what i have found is that it's in alpharetta which is a very affluent area in atlanta but the houses can range like a house of that sort of size generically it can range from anywhere from the low end being like 630 650,000 up to $4 million. So I'm just like, um, and I'm guessing because she's in a gated community, because we know Nini's in a gated community, she's at least in the one to two million range with the house. How is she? Because it looked pretty new. There was nothing else going on in it. And I'm like, girl, even if you lease in that, how you got 12 grand a month? Like, And that's the thing. She was like, when I, you know, fall on my ass and whatever, it'll be on me, not on someone else. Okay, I get her reasoning and I get her logic, <laughs> but what is she going to do? Make it a month? Because seriously, how does she have more money yeah. than that? My only guess is that she got a lump sum settlement from the divorce and she just put all that into the house. But they're not divorced at this point. But they had talked about what they were, she was saying how they're about to go back and the person will say, like, you get this or you get that or you get this or you get that. So maybe at that point they had come to some level of agreement of what was going to go each way in terms of money, at least. And she knew that she would have this lump sum of money. Wow. I don't know. Or maybe Bravo got her a house and was like, this is a storyline for you because everybody is going to be like, why do you need a six bedroom house Yeah, with 8,000 square feet for yourself and two dogs or three dogs? I would never want that even if I had like two kids. Who the hell is going to clean all that? That's (laughs) what I would like to know, okay? (laughs) Who's going to clean that house? And she can't not possibly have furniture to fill it. No, definitely not. And uh, I don't understand. All right, you want to hear my theory? I'm confused. Yes. I think that just so happens right after she called Cordell and they were kind of making nice with each other, I guarantee you that he something happened and he bought her a house to, to get keep her, her the quiet, hell away from to keep her quiet, to get her keep her away, all that. Because she was starting to come out with the little gay, mm-hmm. you know, alluding to the fact. And I think since they were like, she's like, hey, you want to talk? And he's like, hey, yeah. And they were nice to each other. He was probably like, oh, my God, I can get rid of this girl in yeah, two seconds. Just buy her house money, and buy her house. house. 
and it's kind of near him. So exactly. Like he knows the neighborhood. He's it. like, I know what's going on. I subscribe to that. I definitely believe it was Cordell's money. <laughs> yeah. And that sounds exactly. like exactly I, the way that it would happen. It just is way too coincidental that it happened right after they spoke. Mm-hmm. Somebody, y'all out there, I know y'all be finding stuff out. Find that house and find out if she's still in it. Like, I really want to know if she's still living in the house. I know. Please, someone tell us because I'm, I'm, I don't I know. Like I think know. in the next episode, we're going to see her get the boot just like Kenya got I just the don't understand, like, why. I know you can't judge everybody wants their own house because I feel like my sister would like want her own house but 8,000 square feet of house well she wants to look you know she wants to keep up with everybody but you keep up with everybody without all that like you can keep up with everybody if you got a 3,000 square foot house I would have been like dang girl why you need all that yeah or I would have got that really nice apartment the the apartment was so glamorous and nice and cool and like young and single and but I mean I get a lot of people especially in Atlanta specifically in the south in general you can get property most people are like well I'm gonna buy an apartment I want a house like that's a mentality so I get that but 8,000 square feet is like an estate almost like that's ridiculous New year, new Porsche. And then she said, I'm a grown-up now, Mommy. And I was like, no, you're not, just because you said it just like that. (laughs) I wanted to kick her in the face. Like, I can't. But she looked beautiful on Watch What Happens Live last night. And she did she Did she have anything to say? Her response was, if I fall on my ass, I fall on my ass, but... You have to believe you got to... She didn't have a response for any of it. Yeah. But I will give her credit. Her response, because she finally... This was the first time back since the holidays. So she got to respond to her touching the headedness about the Underground Railroad. And her response was essentially pretty much, yeah, I was dumb. So I decided to go read about it because I don't want to... I don't want to represent my family so terribly. So she read a book, (laughs) y'all. Yay. (laughs) Yay. Oh my gosh, I can't with her, but it's like, you know, <laughs> the new Porsche being all independent in 2014. Uh, also 2014, 2014, we're all making New Year's resolutions. Yes, we uh, so with Slim Fast, girl, you know Slim Fast. I know. My mom used to take Slim Fast like way back in the day. <laughs> it's still around and two weeks is all it takes to get what you really want. In 14 days, the only thing higher than your confidence will be your hemline. 14 days, that's it? <laughs> that's it. And this podcast is brought to you by slim fast. I'm going to have to go get some because I am working on my waistline right now. Good girl. New Year's resolution. Yes. All yes. right, let's get to Candy. In 2014, she's doing a musical. Yes. That sounds lame. I don't know. Yeah. we. I mean, we knew about it through the grapevine that it actually, you know, went down and happened. And one of our uh, uh, viewers, thank mm-hmm. you very much, whose name I promise I'll remember next week, yeah. um, told us and let us know that Portia was actually in it and sang, apparently. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> okay, still sounds lame. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, Candy's talking to Mama Joyce, and Mama Joyce comes out with this line that she says, oh, I've done too much for you. Mm. What? Ha- I mean, okay, she's your mom, I get it. But, like, it seems to me Candy does everything for her. Mm-hmm. Like, who's probably paying for her to get her hair done in the salon? Yes. Candy? Mama Joyce says, it's a dagger in my heart, which you did. <laughs> she was so and dramatic. And just like, or Candy's just like rolling her she eyes. She was so dramatic. It was so ridiculous. But Mama Joyce, I mean, we don't know. I mean, Candy has a history that could be a little bit sordid. So Mama Joyce has been through all that with her. Yeah. And there was obviously a child along in that. So Mama Joyce could have been like really diehard for Candy in ways that the average mother maybe doesn't have to or need to. And Candy is the exact same way with her mom. I know a lot of girls that would have flipped on their mom, turned on her, told their mom what's up. Candy from, she has never wavered out of respect or or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Even when she was fighting with the girls in Savannah, she's 
like nobody no. tells me not what to do unless your name is Mama Joyce. Exactly. Like I admire and respect that about her. Like we all want her to stand up to her mom, but when it comes down to it, would I do that with my parents? Probably nope. not. <laughs> so I, I and you're on TV, girl, and you're still stay, sticking yeah, to your guns. So exactly. I appreciate that's that. That's another good mad. point. Yeah, I am mad though that Mama Joyce tried to make it seem like she was dying. <laughs> just, she was all more like that's no, like the I Jewish the guilt. <laughs> like, like, well, it's just just my heart, you know. It's just really oh. hurting, but I got to give it up. Whatever life I got left. I'll keep doing my thing, and I'm going to live it for me. Go ahead, girl. Live it for you. Stop working our nerves and jumping on random girls in stores. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, but I did also just a random note. Is that really Derek J's salon? Because it was looking very bare and No, I think he just works there. But it looks... They rent chairs. He's probably rented that chair. Yeah, but that's the salon. It doesn't look very Derek J-like. I thought it would be a little bit more... Yeah. Glammed out. I don't know. Because mm. I feel like Lawrence had a nice one back in the day, which um, Sheree was like going to him, mm-hmm. and his salon was all like decked out yeah. and cute. But. Well, we see more of Lawrence now. He seems to be a little bit more of the popular one. Have you seen the, the, the two of them show? Oh, Something the Fashion Queens? Queens? Yes, yeah. with Bevy Smith. I watched yeah. it, and I watched it this week. It was a pre-tape that they did, I guess, with the yeah. like, roundup for 2013. They're doing great. They're doing good. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, then we get back on the episode to... Phaedra and um, Nini and mm-hmm. Chuck. Nice and this is when they go to the Dairy Queen. Well, first they went to the Boys and Girls Club. We talked about that. Blah. Oh, but I do want to say, I really think that um, their speeches, whose did you like better? I was embarrassed by all of them. What? Number one. Okay. <laughs> um, Number two, I guess I would say Nini, just because, actually, no, I, I hated them all. I thought Phaedra's was really good. That was so, like, not thoughtful. Like, yes, it, was, it was. No, it was totally like the thing that you always hear. Your life is in a, read books and they can take you anywhere. And you can be whatever you want to be. Thank you. But like, I think it, that Phaedra's proof of that. Like, yes. honestly, when people say that, I see what you're saying. It's like so generic. It's just like there's something more they could have said. Like, not that it was bad what they said. Nene could have said more. She was just like... Nene was being silly, which was kind of annoying to me. Yeah. Like, I didn't really... And yeah. I don't know if they edited, like, how they did the speeches, and maybe we didn't really get all of it, and they just, like, had the cutesy part when they were a little bit uncomfortable in the beginning, and they're yeah. just like, read a book, and life is great, and you can have anything you want. But it did seem very shallow. Like, they weren't yeah. very connected and involved, which made this whole trip look like it was a joke that it, they set up. Exactly. It looked set up just so that they could have the drive yeah, home. It's I like, where like could that. we send them that they would all three have to drive together for an extended period of time? Don't Boys and do Girls that Club. for charity. Like, that sucks. But then they go to the Dairy Queen after. Mm. Um, and I, I really liked it. I like to imagine, like, the three of them in high school or whatever. Everybody's but this, at the Dairy Queen. And we hear about Phaedra as, like, a young girl and her butt's like a shelf and she can reach. Yes. Everybody um, remembers. Everybody, like, is making comments that Phaedra was, like, the one to get with. You know? She had a big booty. Big booty Judy. Which makes her one to get with. <laughs> <laughs> they um, like butts. But then, okay. So now we have the ride home, which Nini said it best. She's like, this is so uncomfortable. She's like, I want out of here. All right. (laughs) I don't even know where to start, except that I guess Chuck just starts questioning Phaedra. Like, she looks like a little kid in the back seat with mom and dad, like... Because he tried to, like, go in easy. Because when it first started, I was like, okay, obviously he's going to have to address it or this wouldn't be on yeah. the show. 
But and when he started off, I was like, okay, you're you kind of going into it because he said, you know, obviously this thing came up with my wife and she I'm came curious. home all upset about yeah. it. Like, what did you say to her? So he started off okay. Yeah. Then he just went. Ape shit douchebag. Like, I thought douche he was bag. the biggest jerk fate. Like, because there, even if, which I believe possibly his version of it is probably the of truth. Of course, but you don't say but it out not, loud. And, or, or you find a, like, you could have done it without being hostile and without, like, being Blowing so up yourself. Rude. Yeah. He's like, I was the man. I was this. I was that. Because he sounded like a 25 year old kid. Like, I'm the, I was the dude and I was, like, bang, banging you and her. And, like, you're a 40 plus year old man. Like, sound like a grown up with some respect for grown women. Like, he just, I was like, oh, Chuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only part that he, like, started to get at which I was like okay he's like you were you were the definition of like friends with benefits yeah. fine what's wrong with that but then he starts like putting them down yeah. and by like raising himself up so much and and Phaedra's just like yeah he's rude He ba- she's like he attacked me and he really did yeah he did I, I totally think he did and um she you know he seemed just sounds like a dog she's like saying that Phaedra or Candy messed with so many men and he's like, oh, that he admits to lying to her and uh, saying that he took advantage of her. What guy uses the phrase, I took advantage of her? Like, Which I was trying to think about because I was trying to do my math in my brain because he is older than Phaedra by like a year, right? And then... because they were 89. I thought she was like... He was 88 and she was 89 or whatever it was. But Candy is a bit younger than that because Candy's not in her 40s yet. I think she's like late 30s. So It wasn't in high school, but he... he It was when he was playing football. But I was like, wasn't Candy a teenager at that point? She was starting her band. That's what he said. But they were teenagers when they started that band. That's why I was like, oh, has she even turned 18 yet when y'all were messing around? Because that would, if he graduated in 89, that puts him in college until, what, 93-ish? So then he was playing football, assuming he stayed in college for four years and then played football after that. That was the mid-90s, and Candy was very, very young. That's a good point. Just wondering. I was doing generic math. Yeah, I don't have the like, specifics, write it down. but yeah, I'm just, you took huh. advantage. Hmm. Okay, R. Kelly. But he said that he wasn't, <laughs> he said he wasn't the only one. He's like, that's everybody true. was. But that's been the word, like, kind of wild that Candy kind of got around town. So, Did, was she doing it to, like, get herself off the ground? I have no idea. I don't know. Slept around the top? But I have heard that before and that there, there, you know, that she had lots of friends. Friends. How about that? Congratulations, girl. I'm not mad. <laughs> do what you do. Keep All right. And then it kind of just ended there. You yeah. know, Fedra's like, he attacked me. He's a dog. And he's jealous because I ended up being something and he didn't. Yeah, that was the only thing I was like, Fedra, I don't think that's it. I know. I mean, he did kind of like, he came off like a douchebag <coughs> driving around in his little SUV yes. with not much going on. No job to go to. No, no Nothing to do. A wife that's trying to get on Real Housewives. They are on Real Housewives. I can see your point a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. But, you know, what is he really supposed to do? I mean, if he was a former player and he invested his money well, he invested his money well. And he just wants to spend his later days talking about how fly he is. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be mad. He put in the work early and got a payoff, and now he's good. Uh, okay. All right. Oh, he's Let's so unattractive get... now, though. I, I never thought he was attractive to begin with. I mean, I at least was like, okay, he's cool. Like, I thought he was a cool dude or was going to be a cool dude. But then his wife turned out to be a disaster because, don't know, you do not talk about your man and his sex with other women. Like, you don't bring that up. So you got knocked off the boat. And then he turned out to be a jerk, too. So, yeah, well. I think, yeah, their casting is over. Now on to the I next. I know. It might be good 
funny dramaness to keep around to play with and poke at and who knows. Because yeah, Phaedra clearly didn't like her a couple mm-hmm. episodes back. She you snapped know? on that real quick. So I just want to see Marlo back. Come on, you guys. I don't know. What were you what are yeah. you thinking? I think they were thinking it was too much because no. she was a lot even on the little Nini wedding special. She was she's exhausting. Perfect. She's perfect. I love her. I think she's great. I would love to have her back. But she's perfect. She's also an insurance liability. Maybe they can't get nah. insured. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Back to boring Cynthia, even Aww. though we love you. Um, her, here's where we see her and Peter sit down and have a talk. But we don't see Mal ever living with them. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see Portia texting Cordell and them having a talk. Like, yeah. they skip. Of course, like all the do. good parts. Just, they just talk about it after the fact. But yeah. can I just say that I was actually really sad for Peter because, like, when they first cut to them, like sitting down talking, and Cynthia's like, you know, we need to talk, blah blah blah, and he he like one of the first things out of his mouth was like, you know, you you got all this happening, you bringing people in our house, we're not in a good place. I mean, when was the last time we were like loving to each other yeah. and touching each other? And I was like. Oh, Aww. you are so ridiculous with money, but he really just like that <laughs> part of their lives is so broken. He was so like, Aww. I just, yeah, yeah, I mean, damn, we can't get our love on. And then she's here. Aww. Yeah. I mean, you don't hear guys say that a lot. No. So when you do, it's like, oh, that's sweet. Because you know that like if, if he actually says it, he's been deprived for quite some time that it's yeah. like really this is where we're at now and they're cute whenever they walk into or she's already in a room and he walks in he's always like what's up and she's always yes, like what's up because they have great <laughs> chemistry even though I know like everybody loves her chemistry with her baby daddy Leon we love him but I think she has great chemistry with Peter too Aww. which is why we thought they were getting it in on a regular basis so it's really depressing to know that it's been six months Here's something I also noticed in their conversation towards the end. I really feel like, and I don't mean this in a bad way or like a a way that I'm like trying to insult her, but I really feel like she's like kind of getting over him because she wants what the other girls have. Like it's after the trip from Savannah. She, even though Portia (laughs) and Cordell aren't together anymore, he was buying her stuff all the time. And Nene has all this money and Candy has a man that's, you know, buying her whatever. And um, who's the other one? Kenya is dating the prince. I kind of feel like, (laughs) oh, and more more actually importantly, uh, Monica and Chuck or Monique. Why do I keep calling her Monica? Monica works. Monique. Uh, Monique and Chuck. I really feel like Cynthia like kind of like wants more because it's got to be a little disheartening when your guys all was broke and and I think it's exhausting for her too and I think it was a sort of telltale sign like when she started talking about how you know I changed my life for you like I moved to Atlanta because I loved you and everything that you promised me did not pan out but I'm still here yeah so and and she's like it didn't pan out and not just once like multiple times this has happened so like on the one hand I think that probably doesn't help that she gets to see like all these other men and all the success and things happening for other people but I think part of that is that he fed her a dream like I can do this for you I will make this and because she has been a very independent person her whole life and now she's ready to change her whole life for a guy she's changed her whole life for a guy and he's turned out to f up her economic life yeah and, and now she has to work work work, yeah. work. she's like uh, i'm paying for the bed that yeah. we would be in she's like and, and that makes me wonder like what's really like their junk is real messed up like if she talk about i gotta buy pay for the bed because i was like the bailey agency can't be doing that much I but know. i'm wondering too i was wondering too if she's having to travel a lot and do modeling work that she thought she would be done doing mm. because that's a ma- more of a yeah. major source of income for them and she doesn't necessarily want to keep having to travel because she brought up her mom needing to uh-huh. be there for noel and i'm like well if you just work down the street at the yeah. agency i was like so maybe she's actually having to travel to do commercial modeling stuff 
regularly to keep food on the table. I haven't seen her in anything. I haven't seen her in anything, but I didn't really see her in anything before, and she's consistently worked for the yeah. last 25 years. So I... Yeah. The other thing is the car. I mean, she was just looking at that car like, I did not know he was going to buy that. You should have slapped that fool. Uh-uh. What is he thinking? I have no idea. But he, well, she also said, you know, you're the guy that, like, if we're having problems and we need to get away from it, you just say, let's go away for 15 days. Yeah. We don't care where the money comes from. And yeah. if that's the way he is about yeah. that, that's, I mean, he's probably that way. He's like, that's a great car. It's on sale. That's a great deal. Oh, I'm, I can get this. And he gets the car. So Sounds like somebody I know. Impulsive, impulsive, impulsive does not work well with the economics <laughs> sometimes. And also, I, I mean, I see his point where he's like, you know, if we're having our issues, we need to come home and talk about yes. it. You can't do it in front of other people. Exactly. Yet. Exactly. This you, girl in their house. He's like, we just want, I want to have like a blow up fight. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. Like, what are we supposed to do? Go in the room and whisper? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so true. Because your home is supposed to be your safe haven and if you can't have it out and do what yeah. you need to do there like where are you supposed to do it yeah it's exactly. just gonna build and tension's gonna build and then he's gonna end up <laughs> kicking Mallory out and locking yeah. the door I mean, and not only a family member coming to live with you but one that you do not get along with no. I can't even imagine I can't and that imagine. doesn't not only do you not get along but she does not respect you period yeah. Or as a man, like, at all. She has no respect for him whatsoever. Yeah. She And she's proven that many a time. So, oh, that is rough. But, all that being said, <laughs> Peter, 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 um, your little bungalow? What? Hell no. Hey, when he said it. Hell no. <laughs> Girl, when he said it, he almost said it like he was testing her. He kind of leaned back and he said it, but kept his eyes mm-hmm. on her the whole time. Like, let me see how mad she's about to get. And then I'll take it back or act like I was joking. But he said it. Mm. A bungalow. I am a firm believer that it is totally, 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 totally possible to like live separately if that has been your relationship and like be perfectly fine. I think there's some married people that end up working on different coasts and it works for them. It's fine. But to introduce that, <laughs> like, hey, boo, I'm tired of you. I'm going to go get me a house. Yeah. So I don't have to see you. Uh, what? And then she brought up the whole, like, oh, then you, you get tired because I'm not giving you enough sex and I'm going to get a little She's chick exactly on the side. Right. Exactly what will happen. She's exactly time. right. You work at a bar. Them chicks will be up in there like, oh, that's Peter from Real Housewives. Oh, you got a place? I'm mm. sure that's already happening. But mm-hmm. if he has a place, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. <sighs> you better fight under the table. Go in the garage. <laughs> Turn on the porch. They have a porch, don't they? I don't know if they have a garage. I don't feel like I've ever seen them have a garage. I don't know. I love their house, though. They have a porch. It's cute. I like oh, it. Oh, Peter. Dang. <sighs> he wants a place away. I felt bad for her when he said that. I did. Because she I was did. like, well, you can't just, this is a marriage. You can't just run away, like, go to another place, <laughs> like, because you don't want to deal with exactly. what we got going on. And it's all his fault. Yeah. He's, he, it's him doing everything. You know, she's like, you need to make bar one work. She's like, you, you know, she's like, what am I going to do? Leave it up to you? Yeah. And you make money off bar one? That's not going to happen. She knows it's not going to happen. That's so sad. I know. I feel bad for her. And then to top it all off, he starts screaming at her and cussing at her and walks out of the room. I know that's really bad, but I kind of feel bad because I'm one of those people. <laughs> oh, me too. Oh, don't get so me wrong. I kind of like, because when she kept saying, you can have this conversation 
without yelling or you can have this conversation and without cussing and I was just like sometimes you really just can't nope <laughs> you just nope and it's not necessarily personal like I'm not trying to attack you but sometimes it just needs to yeah and like when I was watching it I was like oh my god he's such a jerk I can't believe he's treating her like that oh I've acted exactly yeah. like that two days I ago I was watching I was like dang <laughs> that's my life <laughs> I'm Peter <laughs> dang it I Aww. try not to, but anyway, I, uh, I felt bad for them. They'll probably be okay, but... Uh, they're still married, as we know. We would have heard if they were divorced. Have they so. been on Watch What Happens Live together, or has no. either one of them? I actually don't think she's been on yet. I haven't seen her on Oh, no, no, no. Either. I think she has, because she had a bobbed hair wig on. Yeah, she's been on once, but he wasn't there. Yeah. In the season. All these girls want to give each other. Like I know. Times. And they all want to give each other advice. They've got advice for Portia, who's got advice for Nini, who's got advice for everybody's got advice for each other. Mm-hmm. And when they're giving the advice, they all act like they have like the perfect marriage. But I mean, I guess that's what people do in general. Okay. Everybody's got something to say about everybody else's business. Like if you do this like this, it wouldn't be like this. But what about you and doing this and that? Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're here, because we got something to say about babies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Keep it right. So let's talk about next week. Get into predictions. Do, do, do. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Well, here's where it's going to get good, because Mal and Peter are finally going to... Yes. That's where it's going to get really good. They get to go in again yeah. at each other. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, to we got see. that. Um, then we get Candy and her mom, or Candy and her man talking about, you know, she starts She's crying. crying again. I'm over Candy. It's like three times so far, like twice with Mama Joyce. Well, three times with Mama Joyce. And then she cried with Cynthia about Mama Joyce. And now she's crying with her man about her man. She's not happy with him anymore. I don't know if it's going to happen. Because, I mean, okay, maybe she thinks she's happy with him, but she's just not happy in general. Well, she said they were there. Okay, so as of, what, last month or whatever when she was on Watch What Happens, they're still together. So we at least know that. But this argument that it sounds like they're having is about him saying, like, I need to go work somewhere. And she's like, don't stay here just for me because you're helping me and blah, 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 blah. So... Uh-oh. She We've might been be single about him forever. She might be single forever. That would suck. She wants a baby and a husband. They're going to get married. If it lasts, there's another question. Yeah. But they're going to get but, married. And then we have the prenup, and then we can talk about that all over again. Well, then again, maybe they won't get married, because maybe he won't sign a prenup. Yeah. Maybe that's the holdup. Because haven't they kind of been... When did they get engaged? Forever ago. Like, Doesn't forever ago. I'm a fr- if you get engaged, you're supposed to be getting married. And like, the thing is, if, if, if you have get money, yeah, yeah, if you have money, like, why are you just not getting why married? Why are you waiting? Oh, because your mom threatens but to be a girl. story for your mom. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. This, the end of this season should have been her walking down the aisle. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it wasn't. All right. Then we also get uh, Phaedra telling Candy about what went down in the car. Yes. Um, as much as I'd like that to turn into something next week, I don't think it's going yeah. to. Yeah. They're just talking smack about them. Uh, the drama is when the girls confront Portia about being a bad friend. Which, I didn't, like, who cares? How is she a friend, like, at all? I like, know. she's just a person that's there. Like, I, maybe. She's a, she, 
She's the person that's there that's always complaining about her or, or, or you know, whining, whining about her about. divorce and all that. So they feel like they're her friend. But, I mean, they're not really her friend. No. And she's obviously, like, the baby of the situation. So yeah. they, like, quote her, what do you want her to do for you? She can't do what that. What advice she is she going to give you? She didn't even know what the Underground Railroad was. And she like, can't keep a man. She can't she got a get job. a job. We're not sure she has an education. Like, <laughs> what is she going to give to anybody other than to just stand there and be pretty? Yeah. Maybe. I get it. I know what it is. What? They want to know where she get her weed from. Ah! And she was trying to hide out. She's like, he's like, I call you and or, you don't call me no, back. No, that's what it is. They're like, where's the goodie bags for the weaves? Like, why we got to buy the weave from you? Like, can we not get some free weave? Like, we are in personal relationships with you. We help you with your situations and your problems. And you won't even give us a free weave. That's what Nini is pissed about. I bet that's what it is. Because Nini apparently ain't got no hair right now. She does. I mean, in these past few episodes, I think it looks horrible. Well, I think that's a lace front wig that she's been wearing when it's like coiffed back, but it's like the hairline is like way down here. And then somebody made a comment last episode or the one before it, I think it may have been Kenya, that she's balder or that she was balder down there than Nini's head. And I was like, oh, snap. Nini might have lost her hair because y'all brown girls know you can't be bleaching your hair like that straight constantly and that ish don't fall out. So. I didn't even notice that, but I remember Kenya saying I that. I was blonde briefly, and it went very awry. So <laughs> I'm just letting you know, if you want to be blonde, you should probably wear a wig or a weave. It but she right. probably blonded her own hair, because she's been wearing it like bleachy white for a long time yeah. now. Oh, That's now okay. we know. You got a weird girl. Man, Courtney, you just took it from... Figured it out. All Portia's right. got a weave line that she won't <laughs> give it to him for free. And that's what we're going to see next week. Uh, all right, Courtney, <laughs> tell she everybody. She's got a weave. I will die. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Stuart Starlet. And Steph Bauer TV. We also got Jesse, who we missed tonight. He'll be back. He's coming back from Antarctica, a.k.a. the East Coast. Right? Uh, but he's the DJ Jesse J. And we will see you guys same time, same place next, next week. week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here. And be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later.